Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and I'm so excited that Rebecca has nominated Wendy Johnson for a Game Changer Award. And Wendy is joining us today to talk more about the amazing work she's doing with older dogs. So congratulations on your Game Changer nomination, Wendy, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, Becky, for nominating me. Um, I'm, I'm the founder of Touch of Gray Rescue, which is a senior dog rescue based here in Brevard County, Florida. I live in Melbourne Beach, and it's actually a foster-based rescue. So um, we are 501c3, and our mission is to save senior dogs. Um, we pull them out of shelters, off the concrete floors, and we place them into loving foster homes. Mm. We also take owner surrenders um, that you know perhaps family members have died, um, or people can't take care of them anymore and they have nowhere to go. So as opposed to those dogs going into the shelters, we try to intervene as well so that they can go to another home and have some comfort and be surrounded by love there. Wow, such an important and beautiful mission. Just just wonderful. There has to be a backstory as to how this got started. Maybe you can share that with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've always loved animals, especially dogs as a child, but when, um, you know, we, we owned our own home, it was, you know, game on, let's get our dog. And we went to a local rescue. Uh, we adopted the puppy that we first met. Um, and that rescue kept us in their database and reached out to us to ask us to help foster moving forward. So my husband and I have fostered over 100 dogs at this point over the past 20 years. And so rescue and, and bringing in dogs from shelters has always been near and dear to my heart. And I've always worked with other rescues to do that. Uh, when we moved to Florida, I started volunteering at the local animal shelter. My dog, Tucker, who was um, at the time a 14-year-old lab beagle mix, had been really tolerant and so such a good foster brother to all the dogs we brought home, but he was aging. He was getting a little less tolerant of the puppies or the energy. Um, so when I started working at the shelter, I noticed a lot of senior dogs there and it was just that much more difficult to see those senior dogs laying on cement floors. It's hard to see any of them, but the seniors really yeah. got to me. Um, and then turns out I started bringing them home to foster and Tucker was great. So he just needed dogs on his kind of same level of energy and he, and he did well. So that led me to kind of look in the area, see if anybody else is doing senior dog rescue, couldn't find anyone. So I joined together with a couple volunteers at that shelter and we formed to Gray rescue. It's such a great story and so inspiring. And so after you formed your nonprofit, uh, how did you go about, like, how did you build your network of foster, foster moms and dads, foster homes? Because uh, that is obviously the number of dogs you can pull is based on the number of homes you have. So how, so how did that come about? Funny you ask that because when we started this, we thought, well, we'll just do the best we can. You know, we're three, three, four women here. We'll, you know, foster as many dogs as we can and get out as many as we can one at a time. Well, we started posting our stories on social media, you know, and 
the following and the people that came out to support just surprised all of us. So it spiraled into this full-time job where we have so many people that want to help and it kind of blew us away. We didn't think we'd get a lot of these, you know, older dogs adopted. Fostering is a little bit easier, but we thought they'd kind of sit in the foster home for a couple of years. But no, we've had, um, you know, people come out to donate, support, ask to help um, and and open their homes to, to not only foster, but adopt these older dogs, which has been wonderful. Gosh, it's just amazing. And so if people wanted to, if they're listening and they're like, you know, I'm in Florida or, and if they wanted to learn more or to see the dogs that are available for adoption or to support you financially through donations, where would they go to learn more about, uh, about what you're doing? We have a, a really good website and it's www.touchofgrayrescue.com. And that's gray with an E. Um, and that's probably the biggest place I would refer them to, although we do have um, a very large following on Facebook as well. So they can just search Touch of Grey Rescue in Brevard County on Facebook and start following us and seeing our stories and, and getting, you know, a, a better feel for what we do. It's really, really wonderful. When you get up in the morning, what do you love most about your heart filling, soul satisfying work? You know, and I say it's the impact that I have personally seen on all of these dogs coming through. And, you know, we are known for that rescue. We are that rescue that does not say no, just because it's a tough case. So we take on really medically challenging cases um, who are in danger of euthanasia because they are suffering at that moment in time. Um, We take them immediately to the vet and try to do what we can. And you know, sometimes we lose them. Sometimes there's not much we can do, but the overwhelming majority um, experience, whether it's weeks, months, years, a lot of the time of really good quality life once we get their medical issues resolved. And so to see them from, you know, shutting down and just medically in in a mess to blossoming into a dog again is just definitely, you know, my, my favorite thing about what I do. And what's so beautiful is that so, you know, seniors, geriatric dogs, geriatric animals, it's hard enough just physically dealing with ailments, but then the heartbreak of them being confused about what's going on. In essence, you really are giving their souls, their bodies, a second chance to be able to live out the, the last part of their life, but you're able to restore their souls in a way that is just incredibly beautiful. So if you could tell the world one thing, Wendy, what would it be? I would say that we need to start changing our mentality to animals as we do with humans. You know, age is not a number, right? We've said that over and over for human beings. And when you think about 70, that's not old anymore. You know, that 70 year old person has a lot of life left. Well, that's a 10 year old dog. Most people look at 10 year old dogs as, oh, I don't want to adopt them. They're going to die in the next year or two. You know, age is just a number with dogs too. And a lot of these seniors have plenty of life to give. And quite frankly, they're a lot easier than those puppies. So (laughs) senior dogs rock, I would say is what I want the world to know. Yeah. And I could not agree with you more. And I love the fact that this is your passion and that you are so highly effective at it because the end result is happier, healthy seniors living potentially maybe even their best lives because of what you're doing. So we are so thankful that Becky nominated you and it has been a joy to learn more about the fabulous work you're doing. Thank you so much and congratulations on your award. Thank you so much for having me.